Hello and welcome to Enough Said, the podcast brought to you by Independent Newham Users Forum, the registered charity for mental health who works on behalf of Newham-based residents to provide support services, activities and advice for individuals previously diagnosed with a mental health condition who may be considered as carers, professionals, service users, survivors or relatives. This is Enough Said. You are our audience. Be prepared to listen. So, this is Enough Said, and we're back here with our regular co-hosts, Michael Ahan. Hi, yeah. Stephen Code. Hi. And our impeccable sound engineer, MKH Inc. Good day. We also have a guest visitor with us who may or may not speak or will withhold their silence. That is Paul Wren. Okay, Paul's not in this one today. Uh, I am your host, uh, Trevor Jones, and today we are going to talk about a hot topic that's in the news, which is the Muller inquiry, not to be confused with the Muller Rice inquiry. Or, um, or, or, the, or the famous um, German football player. Gerd Muller. Gerd Muller, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we've run out of Mullers. I don't know another Muller I can think of. But um, yeah, the Muller inquiry has been happening where it seems like there's been a. Is it an FBI agent, Stephen? Who's kind of investigating the misappropriation of fund campaign funds from Donald Trump? He's um, he's actually investigating a lot of things at the same time. Um, Bless you, to f- Thank you. Um, he's he's looking at any, anything related to the election, anything to do with um, uh, Russian interference in the election. He's looking at anything that comes from his inquiry. So that's why in the last week we've had Paul Manafort, who's been um, convicted of multiple charges of fraud. Well, let's put it in some context. We're starting off with Donald Trump, 2016 election, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that as soon as Donald Trump got elected, there was a, a staff team around him that were probably asked to do things that were, is the right word, impeachable? I think it was yeah. in the campaign. It was the run-up. So as soon as he got nominated as the Republican nominee, yeah. I think he he came out to his team and said, "You know what? I've been, I've been, I've been a bad boy. I've been banging prostitutes <laughs> left, right, and centre, grabbing them by the yeah. I need you to pay S-S-Y. them anything just to shut, shut them up. up. Yeah, which doesn't even work anyway. So, um, so it was it was the it was the fact it was during the. I mean, there's more campaign. money in it for them if they come out, and even if they take the money, isn't it like time limited or something like that? No, no, it's, it's supposed permanent. to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be permanent. This is what I don't understand about that. So, if if somebody takes a hush hush payment, yeah, and then comes out and said, "Well, I was sexually harassed." Does that mean the person who paid the hush-hush payment can say, no, don't tell anyone you're sexually harassed. I'm going to take you to court for telling people that I committed a crime. I think it is, is a that, contract. Is that really what's going to happen? I, I I, think Donald Trump's wishing now they just spent the money on a hitman yeah. because mm-hmm. none of this would have been possible mm-hmm. yeah. if she was on, on, on the planet. Because we're getting into Harvey Weinstein, hashtag Me Too. Oh, but he, he paid a lot of hush money and a lot of those women yeah. haven't come out. The wow. only the only women that have come out are the ones that have um, yeah. have gone to to the police or yeah. they weren't believed in the first place. Oh, wow. So should the American government be looking at like 
lots of young women who've come into a recent windfall. Well, any, anyone that resembles after, his daughter Ivanka yeah. Trump yeah. is a target for Donald Trump. Wow. So, like, I, th- I think the, the FBI raided Michael Cohen, his lawyer's office, so yeah. they've got a lot of stuff from there. Oh wow! So that's so um, they just need Michael Cohen to say it in a public. Michael, Michael Cohen has actually last week when he was convicted. Of what numerous. charges is the lawyer? So Michael Cohen's the lawyer for Michael Donald Trump. Michael Cohen what is he has facing? been kind of Donald Trump's right-hand man for years and years as his chief lawyer. He said he'll take a bullet for Donald Trump. He, that's he, how close. He did say that, yeah. yeah. That's how close and, they were. But not anymore, he won't. Actually, didn't, when Dick Cheney was in power, didn't he actually shoot somebody on a duck quail hunt? Or it, was a, like it was a complete so somebody accident. Re- but somebody really did take a bullet for yeah, Dick Cheney. Yeah, but Dick Cheney's a lunatic. Yeah. And this Michael Cohen now is going to be taking... Um, Probably he's going to prison, isn't he? Michael Cohen's going to prison, but he's offered to he's done plea a plea bargain. deal. So whereas he'll give information about what he knows about Trump, yeah. which is that he was instructed by Trump to make payments to the two um, porn models yeah. to um, keep them from that's um, pornography talking. models, not models of like porn chess pieces. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've never I've never heard them being referred to porn models before. But why, but, well, but, but, well, no, well, I mean. I want to ask a question. So Michael Cohen is going to prison. So what he's getting out of is, is it reducing his he's sentence? He's getting a reduced sentence because he's got information on Trump. So what is he That's, on? Six years now if he doesn't say anything? Um, can someone talk while I just quickly... So now he's going to be, get, he's going to be receiving multiple so, penis offers on yeah. behalf of Donald Trump as opposed to bullets. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if he's going to receive Where's Paul Manafort, who was his campaign manager... manager he hasn't um, done a plea deal with the police, so he's just been. So, so he's, he's truly he, being loyal to Donald Trump. He has been, Up but to this this, point. there's still a chance because he's going on. He's been tried again yeah. for other crimes in a couple of months, so there is a chance he will do a plea deal. Then, so does that sound to me? I mean, oh, it does sound to me. It's um, Paul Manifold is really just biding his time until he gets a better offer from Donald Trump before he decides what he's going to say. I don't think it's from Trump. I think it's from the FBI. I think he wants a a better deal from the FBI to just fold. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen because he doesn't need to be loyal to Donald Trump at the moment anymore. He's the president. He's, He's got the most... I uh, think prison's big enough reason to not be loyal to. But they don't. Trump. They don't go to proper prison. They yeah. go to open prison where you're allowed to play tennis and stuff like that. You know that, right? Pardon, say that again. Please. They they get to go to a prison where you get to play tennis. You're out most of the day. Yeah. Get nice meals. So three you meals think it's going to be an easy prison? I mean, of course, is it easy my, prison? Uh, let me find this out to Michael. How does this all sound to you? How's this all playing out? That uh, the trusted confidants of. Uh, uh, the president of the United States of America, the most powerful country in the world, and now having to go to prison to keep the president safe, as it were. I suppose it's like most other ones, but now, as you got more multimedia out, it's gonna it gets bigger. Before, yeah. it was easier just to hide all those secrets away until. You, you, someone else had taken over. Yeah. Because once you take, once then it cuts down the power of it. But now, plus you've got the public who are more, more interested than before in their prime, what the prop there, whoever runs their country's up to. I mean, I'm looking at a CNN news report that's actually broadcasting live as we talk. 
and it's saying that Michael Cohen plea deal includes a possible prison sentence of up to five years and three months. Oh yeah, he's so fa- that's he's what he's looking at the jail sentence. Yeah, yeah, but um, but that's what he's facing now under the reduced. I've yeah, said yeah. something thing. Yeah. So it seems like he was probably facing like nine or twelve years standard just yeah, by yeah. keeping his mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just thinking. Um, We've got this situation now where it's all about looking back at the past, looking at the history. Whatever anyone who's working with Trump now says, it's invalid or it can't be taken seriously because we're post... Um, Truth. I, we're, we're post... I'll grab him mm. by the P, asterisk, SSY. We are post um, the Hillary Clinton debate and we are post um, the kind of negligent way people have been talking about how alt-right has influenced votes and how Russia may have influenced um, Donald Trump. So it seems like the people from the original let's get Donald Trump elected as opposed to let's make America great campaign are the people we should be listening to because that's the real Donald Trump right there. I think it's I think a lot of the American uh, public and media are suffering from really short-term memory. The irony of a guy saying there's a witch hunt out for him yeah. after he spent the best part of half of Obama's uh, tenure saying that he was born in Kenya yeah. like repeatedly like every single day saying yeah. this man he was on every single uh, news Fox News segment you could find yeah. saying that this guy is Kenyan yeah. and now the fact he can come out today and say well I don't care if he was my lawyer for plus 10 years yeah. he was never loyal anyway yeah. so so Ten years is a long time to have been not loyal. Exactly. But so, the, um, so you got to think like, either this guy's incredibly incompetent, yes. yeah, or he's just a flat out liar. The reason why either, I don't, either way, both. exactly, well, or both, re- and neither's re- good. The reason why I don't think he's incompetent is because he spent a lot of his um, build-up campaign and the slagging off Obama campaign uh, talking about how poor his policies was. And uh, it seems like he's now, I'm not sure if it happened in June or July, but he's now got to a point where he's repealed every uh, action or law that... Um, I think that's in regards Obama, to healthcare. Yeah. And, but yeah, in he's, terms of... He's, he's rolled everything back. But in, in terms, terms of, of the empl- you notice in terms of employment, he's kept yeah. all of those things in place yeah. from from what now he's benefiting from saying yeah, look yeah. look how strong the economy is mm. look how much people have gotten employed because he didn't roll back those yeah. Obama policies Changes. yeah so he guy's absolute lunatic and it, it's just it's but that shows that that doesn't show somebody who's not in, that is incompetent he's got a plan and a structure hasn't he of how he does he's things he's like Trump Trump yeah. no I don't no, think he's got a plan doesn't, he doesn't have, he has no intelligence he's, he's, yeah. he's just an idiot yeah. I mean you can see um, since the inquiry started, Robert Mueller has said absolutely nothing. Yeah. But you get Trump on his, his tweeting all the time. Stop so it, stop it. I don't so he's digging his own grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy is, is, is a really stupid version of um, Heath Ledger's Joker. He's just doing yeah. it just for the anarchy. So he doesn't, ha- it doesn't make any sense. He just, he just says, I, I'm just doing it because I can. And, I, and yeah. that's, that's all he stands for. He doesn't actually yeah. stand for anything if you notice and but we're, we're living in a, a kind of a Trump May axis of evil and and incompetency but you can't how do we cope May, with this you can't put May on the same level as as Donald Trump because Donald Trump has created an environment where people don't even trust their own um, their, their, their own intelligence service yeah the thing is when I mentioned Theresa May it's not so much I see her as incompetent but there's like a 
I think the British Prime Minister has always been, let's say, the check and balance against the supreme leader of the free world. And I think Tony Blair, for some people, seemed to be the voice of reason versus George Bush's what was considered to be gung-ho, uh, cowboy Western approach to um, international just, affairs. Just, just looking at Theresa May, you know, like some like people have said... You still want to go on about the dancing? No, but she, people said that she... She she's fallen on her on herself. That, that's why she's fallen on her sword. Yeah, that's yeah. why she's carrying out this this horrible Brexit plan. Yeah, she hasn't fallen on her sword. She's fallen on her own nuclear weapon. She's obliterated yeah. herself. Yeah, what she's doing now, like she looks so stupid on television. Yeah. Like uh, it's gotten to the point where I actually feel sorry for her. Why does Why does Theresa May look stupid on television? She has she has no sort of media. Um, I don't know. She's training, but she doesn't. She never comes across as genuine. I mean, there's a phrase the Maybot. Yeah. yeah, someone came up with because yeah. she's basically a robot. But the you thing can tell is, she's lying as well because she makes this funny like shape uh, of her mouth. She's like, because the truth is trying to seep out of her mouth, but she's like swallowing it. But isn't one of Great the, the, the there, was, there was a thing on Channel Four News last night? She was interviewed by um, Michael Crick, and they're in South Africa, and she was taken to Nelson Mandela's cell. Yeah, and then Michael Crick asked her, "Sony eighties, what did you do to help free Nelson Mandela?" Yeah. <laughs> Was she, was she expecting that question, or do no, you think? No, that was, well, she the, should. The conservatives, the conservatives in the eighties. I mean, even um, yeah, a lot of conservatives had uh, like a hang Nelson Mandela. Thing. Yeah, they called yeah. him a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the disgusting. thing is, I mean, that's like walking into a trap because she should have had an answer prepared for that. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Um, or, but or it, she shouldn't have been interviewed in South Africa or not gone to South Africa at all because but, you look like a ridiculous person. Yeah, she said that we, we've got we've got ties with South Africa for obvious reasons. You're talking yeah. about colonialism. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Instead of like skating over like the whole but past even, you've had in South Africa. Even bringing it forward to like more recent events. So like Windrush has been uh, like a big story, particularly about talking about how to deal with the passport control yeah. and the immigration status and a policy she enacted because she was home secretary at the time exactly so this is what i was going to say is um for a period of time she was the home secretary and she was actually responsible for the documents being archived which i think were actually uh specifically trashed and burned uh to save i think um space in some kind of library serving home secretary yeah Yeah. so do you think it's interesting that as a person who came from the home secretary position into the prime minister role that this is the year that the wind rush story has come back as a full backlash to bite her in the bum it hasn't it though because she's gotten away with it yeah Had, do you really I, think I, she's amber, got away with amber it? rudd took the fall yeah the but the thing is amber rudd wasn't in power to make any decisions Anyone about wind rush no as one well. really wants to lead the conservative party yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is right is it, now because yeah. it's is so a, toxic because but is, is this a is it is it are we seeing a conservative party where the self destruct button is constantly being depressed because there are lots of different uh, potential leaders waiting in the wings no because the, the, the conservatives are basically two groups now there's the euro skeptics the brexiters yeah and there's the people that kind of like that aren't and the um the Brexiters and the Tory party. You mentioned sort of three things. So, so Brexiters and Eurosceptics on one side. Yeah. And who's on the other side? Uh, people who want to stay in Europe. People are interested in a more kind of in, in a better relationship with Europe and not just wanting to cut themselves off. I mean, yeah. the whole point of the referendum in the first place was because it was a Tory party argument. 
was taken towards the whole country. How do we identify the difference between those two groups, the the Brexiteers and the people who want to stay in Europe, when we're looking specifically at the Conservatives? Is it the way they talk, the way they speak? What are they supporting? Well, you know, you got like uh, Rhys Mogg and uh, Boris Johnson and Michael Gove. They're all Brexiters. Yeah. Well, in name, I don't know. Boris Johnson, I think, just became a Brexiter because... He saw it as a chance to become the leader. Yeah, because he just wanted to be yeah, opposing. Yeah. It's all about David his own career. Because he's, he's such a self-serving little punk. But the way the, way, the quick way you, you know what a Brexiteer looks like, you just look at the interviews where the man's spending over and is talking out of his ass. Yeah. Thanks for that visual <laughs> image there. I really appreciate that. But I'm go sure back to Trump to and, yeah. and the Mullah inquiry. Yeah. Um, so th- this is why the this mid- is a scandal on but a, this is why the midterms are really important in America and when are the midterms coming up the, November yeah November so and that that's why they're very important it's like two months now so yeah so what's going to happen if the which I don't think the Democrats will but if the Democrats get back the house then they are able to get the ball rolling on impeaching Donald Trump that's why Donald Trump has come out now and said if the left win there's going to be a leftist violent uprising can you imagine that when we've seen two years of tiki torch waving Nazis running around Trump's America he's saying that there will be an uprising from the left a violent uprising from the left if uh, the Republicans lose lose the midterms Mm. and the, the I mean, I, I, mean I just want to say something that's slightly film related but I don't think it's totally off topic is um, I think it's just interesting that uh, the Spike Lee film and Spike Lee's known for his race relation politics in films uh, Black Klansman has come out now not just in America but in the UK about um, an FBI agent a black FBI agent who goes undercover and assumes an identity with a white FBI agent to infiltrate the Ku Klux Klan and I think to have that um, segment of American history on celluloid film in cinema leading up to the elections I think speaks volumes about where the United States of America is politically and where the people of the United States of America are in terms of what they're witnessing, what they're experiencing and perhaps the emotions that they're going through I mean, what do you think? I think it's it's a great time for that movie to come out um i don't think i think spike lee's always had those type of films so i don't think he looked at the current social mm. climate and thought oh let me make a film like this yeah i, I just i just think that's just a, a a well it's a spike lee joint but the timing of the film it, it couldn't be more poignant because there isn't a, a more in your face way to talk about racism oh this film this this film could have come out any time in the last two years to be fair yeah when you look at how trump ran his campaign Mm. he he ran his campaign on saying that mexicans were rapists and murderers and they wanted to build the wall that's why i'm building imagine that 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 keeps out rapists and murderers out of your country a a a wall yeah so yeah that film could have come out any time in in the last two years i think it's just a film for the current Mm. Uh, administration yeah. in America, and it's it's really sad that. Um, well, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think it was wasn't it when Do the Right thing came out. Wasn't it a Republican government was uh, Ronald Reagan, Reagan in charge? Yeah, but Re- I don't think Ray- 
I don't think Reagan had I, actually. I, uh, we, Reagan, I think, Reagan was going senile during his tenure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I Can think in the second it? term he was going senile, but I think the issue with Ronald Reagan is we still horror, had the, horoscopes. He used to we had, he used to make decisions based on horoscopes. He like. used to make decisions based on horoscopes. Okay, lovely. So how but was the thing is, the, how Reagan had the, uh, the the say no to drugs campaign when we had um, crack cocaine on the streets in the hoods in America. Yeah, yeah, I get that, and he 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 did. He was. Nancy f- Reagan was the say no to drugs campaign, but, but he was at the forefront of tackling Pablo Escobar in Colombia as well. Yeah, and that whole cocaine epidemic, which which I but get. there's a conspiracy theory that is actually Ronald Reagan that actually put the drugs into the communities to drive the. Oh, was crack cocaine. I thought, I thought that's quite accepted now that that's what happened. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, the crack yeah. cocaine into like poor black neighborhoods. Yeah, that. Yeah. I, but which talk- ironically, Donald Trump was a benefactor of because he's actually made a lot of money in property during the 80s yeah, in New he, York but he wouldn't he wouldn't have black tenants that's why he had to get a court with his dad because wow. they wouldn't yeah yeah because he so said, it seems like we come in full circle but here's the side. thing with the Ronald Reagan and Pablo Escobar Pablo mm. Escobar was selling a, a a drug for rich white people in Miami yeah. and holiday spots yeah. crack cocaine was just was designed to just destroy and keep uh, black people at bay mm-hmm. um that, I just wanted to draw the, those distinctions. Thank you. Um, but um, yeah, but it, I don't think Ronald Reagan had such a visceral, racial um, as much as as much as as um, Donald Trump has. Mm. Like, I, cool. I think I think uh, Donald Trump seems to be more prominent, and I think the fact that he's putting a lot of dialogue and a lot of tweets behind his message. It, it, it kind of shows that he's in one direction but I think also it's guilt by omission because like you said earlier in another episode I think there were some murders that took place in Charleston where I think um, there's one murder I think someone was run over by uh, an but, Antifa yeah and he had an opportunity to talk about it lots but of he injuries, never really yeah. Yeah. condemned the killer or what was going no. on or what his motivations were so oh but, but so, is, is that still incompetence because it still seems like Donald Trump has a particular viewpoint, a particular message. Donald and Trump, and he seems to get it across no, in a very brutal way. Donald Trump has an audience and people yeah. that will support him, whatever he does. So he yeah. knows that, and he can say anything basically, and they don't care. Okay. So the, you contrast. So are we looking at Donald Trump, the businessman, there is doing no supply? Yeah. No, but, no, but I'm just saying. Bankrupt. Uh, but I'm just saying, are we looking at Donald Trump, the businessman, supply and demand, feeding the audience that got him into power the information that they need to hear? Or is Donald Trump truly behind he, this he, he likes creating divides. He likes that there's two sides that he's kind of, you know, and that he's able to keep his his fan base going. He's a paranoid narcissist. Yeah. Can and we make a prediction then? Is Donald Trump, with the amount of support, the amount of anti, Antifa and, uh, or Antifa and uh, alt-right groups that are around, is he in a position to do a second term? I think he will. Why do you think he'll get a second term? Because he he spent so much time dividing everyone. Yeah, he's gonna split the vote. Again, where, yeah, where he will just get the most votes anyway. Like okay. you had a lot of, um, especially um, Black Americans that said they they wouldn't vote because of what um, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton did um, in the nineties in regards to. I think it was the the free strike policy, okay. which really like damaged. What's the free strike policy? So you do any free crimes, yeah. Doesn't matter what they are, 
you, yeah. you, you get uh, mandatory. I thought that was good, Giuliani. I thought that was his original yeah, policy. He's yeah. now oh, yeah, no, yeah, Trump's he the, main lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he had that. <laughs> but policy. the thing is, can I, but he had stop and search. Giuliani Mayor, had Mayor, stop and search. Yeah, but Mayor yeah. Giuliani didn't he out Trump about the misappropriation of funds like a couple of weeks into? Oh his yeah, term. He, he's been really so, bad. He's yeah. he, he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's kind of getting Trump. Is he going to see now as well? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I think it seems like Mayor Giuliani, who's now. Rudy Giuliani, these right hand men to Donald Trump. He seems like he's a hand grenade waiting to go off, like the pins. No, he said. Pulled. He said. <laughs> oh, what did he say? That um, truth isn't always truth, or yeah, something. Yeah, he yeah. said that in the news. So that he, he's that's that's just an amazing quote. Oh no, so, that's an old quote. That is, I think that's the one about the the true. Uh, I'm gonna have to try and. No, but he actually said that recently. But the, the, this is the thing. These people are so stupid. Oh, it's, he did the known knowns unknown knowns no that's Donald Rumsfeld oh Rumsfeld okay. yeah okay Giuliani truth isn't always truth it is somebody's version of it that was his quote he's insane but here's and the that thing was a, only a week ago they, they think that um, we live in Roman times where we don't have technology Access. technology in our hands yeah. to see everything and hear everything they they, they are the, the, um, the contempt they have for yeah. not only the world but their own citizens is is has been unmatched um, in, in living history. I think um, I think that Donald Trump is going to get a second term. It doesn't matter who runs against him. I want to throw this out to Michael. Um, based on what you've heard, based on what you've seen on the news, do you think when the midterms come along, uh, is uh, Donald Trump going to be allowed to do a second term, or do you think it will be passed over to a different party? I can't see no one. Because at the moment it's all too, everyone, it's all mixed up, so, they, so whatever, all these fans are going to be there sort of saying he's, he's the one who should stay in. Yeah. And everyone else is trying to figure, get their heads around what all the stories going around. Yeah. So they ain't got, the, the, head, the heads ain't clear enough to think. Yeah. So confusion will actually help him more. Okay. Confusion, fear, paranoia. Yeah, that that and will help. People just stick to what they know, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah if he, if he if he starts saying that, um, I don't know, people from the Congo are going to swim over. Yeah. And rape and murder all your children. I think that will get him another term. There'll be a small percentage of people who believe it. The yeah. thing is, he didn't really want one term because yeah. when the result came through on the election night. Mm. Apparently he was he was absolutely stunned. He didn't really didn't expect to do it. Melania was crying. But Mike Pence's he, wife, when Mike Pence smiled at her, he said, "Well, you got what you want now." But in the in the nineteen eighties, they were all gutted that they'd won the. But, it's, it's just like but in the nineteen eighties, he was on the TV show called Wogan on BBC, and he actually said that he could become the American president if he wanted, and if he was going to do it, he'd choose to do it with the Republicans because. They're okay. easier to get the vote out of. You know? okay, yeah, because um, all they care about is winning. They don't care about policies. But it's just like, like that that um, Trump reaction actually, actually mirrors Boris Johnson's reaction when the morning after um, yeah, they'd yeah. won the Brexit, he, he came out absolutely depressed, like someone had run off of his wife. Yeah, like you think it, this is the most important vote of of your whole career? Yeah. I'd be coming out skipping. Yeah, but these people are so it, it's just so transparent, and people don't see that. 
I think Boris Johnson just thought he couldn't do more any, anymore. Johnson, what he thought was going to happen was that no more episodes of Have I Got News for You. The, yeah, like we'll really win close. the referendum, yeah. but close enough that Cameron would be forced to resign, exactly, anyway. and he would take yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was his whole yeah. So nothing to do with further episodes of Have I Got News for You. <laughs> um. I, okay, Stephen. Let me throw it to you. What is your opinion on Donald Trump's ability to win the next? set of elections um, I think if the midterms go badly in November then he'll lose the house he won't be able to get any of his stuff through the house he'll become more frustrated I don't think he even likes doing the job I think I don't I don't, I don't think he'll even stand for second term really mm. wow so you're so that's I mean it's two well, to one the only thing mitigating against that is that as he's while he's president he can't be charged with any crimes yeah, I mean, the the thing is, I'm looking at it and the, the way things are panned out and um, it seems to be like a horrible dystopia going on in America and I just feel that there's, there's, there's so much media manipulation information that I feel Donald Trump will just walk into a second term regardless of how much evidence is brought against him. I don't even think this Mueller inquiry is actually going to have the impact that but, is uh, should have to have he's nowhere near finished he's yeah. actually you know, the, the way Muller's gone about this is is amazing he's just slowly getting a couple of people near him getting them to turn getting information yeah. from them using that information to get more information from other people yeah. he's slowly working his way up the trees and now he's got to Manafort and Cohen who are very close yeah. next he'll get to Donald Trump Jr yeah. and the other and Jared Krishna and people like that and he's going to get closer um, and closer so just to just to uh, summarize what have we learned from looking at a leader across the pond and the Mueller inquiry democracy doesn't work okay uh, Michael what do you think uh, we can take away from looking at a leader from across the pond and uh, the Mueller inquiry yeah, you better watch we better watch our own asses if he's messing up their country what could he okay because we cut England and that are quite Close. Close together. Yeah. That, all the crap he's going, he's going to fall on our ends. Okay, well. so it's time to get the umbrellas out, yeah? Yeah. Um, and MKH, what do you think we've learned or could learn from observing the Mueller inquiry and how it's affecting Donald Trump? It's not affecting him, I just think people are stupid. Yeah. So that that's what we've uncovered that people are stupid. Yeah, just go hang out with elephants. Elephants are fantastically intelligent and yeah. they're nice, loving creatures. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing, and I think that's a beautiful point to leave it on. Let's let's return to nature, and get rid of this idiocy that is uh, uh, political voting. Um, you've been listening to um, Enough Said talking about the Mueller inquiry and Donald Trump. Uh, you've also been hearing from Michael Ahan. Um, bye. Stephen Coat. Cheers. Our sound engineer MKH Inc. Bye-bye. And I have been hosting this event segment for you. And I'm Trevor Jones. If you'd like to know more about our podcast, follow us online via at enough underscore the charity. That's at I-N-U-F underscore T-H-E-C-H-A-R-I-T-Y. Or search for the hashtag, hashtag I-N-U-F-S-A-I-D. Otherwise, uh, you can find out more about the Registered Charity for Mental Health Independent New Users Forum via www.inuf.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to speaking for you again soon. Over and out.